0: No matter when I hear it, a robin's song so rich and bubbly, fills my heart with joy. Our species has no idea what exactly robins are communicating to one another, but our own ears tease out words like cheerily cheerily and spring is here. The first robin song I hear after a long winter is Balm to My Soul. At that moment, I know this is my most beloved bird song. That is, until I remember how much I enjoy hearing chickadee songs in the dead of winter, there's nothing like that hey sweetie to lift my spirits when the temperature is double digits below zero. This year, especially in the past couple of months, the exuberant twitterings of redpolls have been bringing me a lot of joy too. Decades ago, when we saw eruptions of red poles more regularly, the flocks always seemed to build until mid or late April, or sometimes the very start of May, and then the birds would vanish for the year. I knew that would be the likely pattern this year, but I was still surprised to have so many in my yard still on Easter Sunday. That's when I got my very best recordings ever of the This lovely finch. And in the background, I heard something even more welcome. The bird song I associate most with mid April snowfalls is the fox sparrow, and I have about twenty visiting my yard right now. Their songs are at an ideal frequency for my hearing. I can hear nearby fox sparrows through the window or whenever the door opens. And the sound is wonderfully pleasing, managing to strike plaintive and cheerful chords both. I'd feel bereft in early May when the last fox sparrows disappear, if not for the house wrens, brown thrashers, catbirds, rose-breasted grosbeaks, and Orioles that will start to arrive at that point. I love hearing bird song punctuated with some good, raucous blue jay squawks, but blue jays are just too pretty for me to be satisfied with hearing them only. A couple of blue jays hung out in the neighborhood this winter, but only occasionally came to my yard. Now at least one of my blue jays is back. I can tell because if I go out with a few peanuts for my squirrels, it immediately flies in closer and drops in to grab them before I can even get to the back porch. I'm hearing crows every day, but the pair must be nesting further from my yard this year, so I'm not seeing them very often. I need to spend some time in my yard trying to figure out where my white-breasted nuthatches are nesting. The nest is probably fairly close to the house, maybe in one of my box elders or maples, because the male is singing so vociferously every morning now. While I was still putting out niger seed in my office window feeder, and the feeder was crowded with red poles, my chickadees would hold back while the red poles were there not the male nuthatch. He just flies into the bunch and they scatter. His mate is more reticent. She comes in after the male leaves and she tries to get what she needs before the red poles take over again. Frigid temperatures and snow can make us doubt spring is ever going to arrive, but if we bundle up, close our eyes, and open our ears, we can savor the rich and constantly changing spring symphony. No matter which instruments have the leading part on a given day, the cheapest concert of the year invariably turns out to be the greatest. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.